Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Dave coming to you with another one, another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. So this episode, I want to talk about gender, gender identity, how this conversation has permeated our society, and I want to break it down. What is gender? What is sexual identity? And what is gender? Um... I want to start off with a clip off of YouTube here from BuzzFeed Video. Queer and straight people discuss gender identity. We talk on a very like, hey, how are you? How are you? Yeah, yeah. Like, like your what outfit. I, yeah. Like your outfit. I see you. But we never really talk further. No. Okay, so we're going to pick up topics and then just kind of like get real. What is your gender? Identify female. I am male. For me, there's a little bit of a difference um, between gender and gender expression. I would say my, is it fem? I can't say the word fem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just got to stop it right there. There's a difference between gender and gender expression. No, no, there's not. Gender is a biological thing. Okay, so let me go to Google. Gender, either of the two sexes, in, par in uh, parentheses, male and female, especially when considered with reference to social and cultural differences, rather than biological ones. The term is also used more broadly to denote a range of identities that do not correspond to established ideas of male and female. Ideas. Ideas and identities. Identities, I'm sorry. So this term is also used more broadly to denote a range of identities. Identities. So that's a personal identity. That's not a biological scientific thing. A gender is a biological scientific thing. You're either born male or you're born female or you're born a hermaphrodite, which is a combination of of male and female. But then people start splicing and dicing this and really talking about how masculine or feminine they feel. And they're misusing the word gender. That is sexual identity. And, and that's fine. You can be asexual that's your sexual identity. That's fine. You know, you can, you know, whatever, be, whatever. There's a million and one ways to express your sexual identity, including not expressing it at all. But that's got nothing to do with gender. So let's get back, let's get back to this conversation. Gender is feminine. I was born anatomically, scientifically. Doctors were like, that's a girl. Mm -hmm. But as I grew up, I was like, that doesn't really work yeah. for me. I feel like I'm a more masculine person. Like a, like a... So I feel like I'm a more masculine person. So that's fine. Be a more masculine person. That's got nothing to do with your gender. You're a female. That doesn't mean that you can't live life you know, as however you want. Live life as a dude. Be, act like you're a dude. 
but your gender is female. It's not something that you get to decide. Your identity. That's all you, baby. That's all you. Knock yourself out. I lived in San Francisco for 20 years. I have seen a lot of different expressions of identity. And you know what? Whatever. If that floats your boat, knock yourself out. As long as you're not hurting anybody. You know, horsey people. You know, you want to talk about out on a limb, horsey people, where they feel like part of their identity is whatever, this fetish of dressing up like a horse. And like, you know, some people that are really dedicated, their tail is actually a butt plug, you know, and their master walks them with a bridle in their mouth down the street. And they try to look as much like a horse as they can. Well, that's fine, but you're not a horse. You're not. That's biology. You can be a horsey person, but you're not a horse, right? You can identify as whatever you want, but that doesn't change your gender. It's a static thing. So that's what kills me about this conversation is that we're confusing what's up in the head with, well, what do I feel like? Who am I? How do I want to express myself? We're confusing that with biology. Two different things, apples and oranges. And like I, like I said before, man, you do you. I don't give a fuck. I don't discriminate against anybody. You do you. But let's call a fucking egg an egg. Let's call an apple an apple. And let's call an orange an orange so that we can have a fucking conversation and that we all know what each other is saying. That's what I'm saying. Assist smells with, mm-hmm. like, I know, I, I think I would classify as that as well, but I'm just like, I'm so uneducated on that. Yeah. I, I guess I never questioned it either, to yeah. be honest with you, so. What's the worst thing about being your gender? For me personally, the hardest thing is like, figuring out when and where to have my male privilege, um, how to use it for other people. I do sometimes have a um, problem with how women are perceived to be like, all right, you're about 25, um, when you're having kids, when you're getting married. I constantly like men are trash. Like that is like, and like, and like yeah. even as a man, I'm like, yes, I have very trash tendencies. Mm. And like, and so like, it's like learning to unlearn. Sure. When are you gonna be blah, 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 blah. That timeline is yeah. like, yeah. I think, I think one of the worst things about it is just feeling like you're constantly being sexualized. You can't really walk alone at night. I mean, like, obviously you can, but it's like, I've, I have not met another, like, female identifying person that has felt comfortable or has not thought about, like, oh, well, it's getting dark now, so if I'm gonna go for, like, a run after work, mm. I guess I, like, can't. Yeah. That sucks. It's... I mean, it's not, it's not your fault. Well, no, it's not, <laughs> but, I mean, but in a way, I feel like it is every guy's responsibility to check their friends. It... See, now we're getting way off topic to, like, rape, date rape, and, and, and that's never okay. No means no. You should always, you know, I mean, th- that's a ridiculous conversation. I mean, we're not barbaric 
savages. You don't bang a woman over the head, drag her home to your cave by her hair. You know, you meet somebody, you are mutually attracted, and if it goes further, it goes further. If it doesn't go further, you man up and you fucking go home. There is no other... That's it. That's it. So... But now we're drifting, right? So these people are all up in their heads. So once again, we're talking about thoughts, feelings. We're not talking about biology. So that's what gets me about this topic is the word gender shouldn't even be in this conversation. It should be queer and straight people discuss identity. You could leave gender out of it. Gender identity? No, they're just discussing identity. Into like, yeah. be like, dude, you can't do that. Where do you buy your clothes, Swaggy Jazz? Oh, <laughs> a secret for the end. No. <laughs> Growing up, I was always kind of like a tomboy and like I grew up with a twin brother, so I would always kind of like. I would wear like boys' clothes. I just go straight into the men's department, and I remember the first time that I was like, I can do this. Yeah. This is cool. This is cool. <laughs> um, I can get like all my shirts there, all my hats. I get to buy my shoes in the little boys' department. Uh, the little boys' department. <laughs> Save some money. Has too, the, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> some places have like plus size men's, and I'll go there just to look for street style because a lot of places that have plus size women's don't think that. We want to look street style. Yeah, I hear that. That we always want to be in like flowy dresses, which is never Very what I want. Buying pants is really hard. Yeah. Because like they're just like not built for my body. Yeah, so yeah. my pants journey is a hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go shopping maybe once a year. Oh yeah. So what are, whoever's having a sale. I just keep it very simple. Like I'm I'm not a very fashionable guy. I believe. What? Like, I just, you are lying. I swear to you. You are 100 percent a fashionable guy. <laughs> it's true. Hey, listen, hype me up. When it, in terms of like where I shop most of the time, it's like it is like in the guy section but then I also do drag sure, and like yes. obviously that is like exclusively because I feel like when I do drag it is like hard into the femme space because yeah. like that is like kind of the essence of drag a sure. lot of times have you ever had to defend your gender so once again that's kind of ridiculous too right this guy's like I feel like whenever I do drag it's hard into the femme space like dude Drag is a guy dressing up like a chick. <laughs> I feel like it's hard into the femme space. Like, we've just gotten so up in our heads with this whole thing. Like, what if people just didn't think so much? What if we just broke it down to like, you know, I know like the, we're the farthest from a freaking free country here in you know the fascist states of america you know with trump still trying to seize the presidency and um you know julian assange we're trying to extradite julian assange for telling the truth about our war crimes um police brutality as at an epidemic level um so you know but back to the topic at hand, the language, the language is what gets me. They're, they're stealing they. 
I don't know who, I don't even know who they is. Like who, who is this George Soros that started this conversation? Like, cause it's a non-conversation. We need equal rights and equal pay for everybody. No matter what you identify as, you should be paid as much as anybody else doing the same freaking job and performing at the same level, right? So there, let's just start when there. When I was younger, like I was real like out there. Like, I was just, was ex ex just expressing myself in different ways. So I had a lot of piercings. Like mm. I had a blonde hair, but it was like short. Like it was like a fro, like a like cut size fro. Wow. I had, a, I had a tongue ring. I had snake bites. What? I had, yo, so like I, I know people, they, they never said it to me because people know me to be like in my city. Like I was an athlete. I was like a great athlete. People yeah. knew me as that. So it was like, we know this kid is like super masculine. And yeah. like when he's out there doing his thing, he's dominant. So it's like, but it's like, yeah. yo, like you look like I don't know. I've had to defend like my manhood, mm -hmm. like in a sense of like, because I'm gay. People sometimes like challenge you, Yeah. you know, like, because I'm more of like a, you know, I'm a nice, I, I'm a nice person or whatever. You are. So every now and then people would challenge that, but I would see that as like a challenge to my manhood. Okay. And so when I was younger, I would get into fights a lot because I would just like snap like that. How did you, like, what was your process to get to a, a safer space where you felt like, uh, you know, I'm all right? Um, I guess just with age, I, mm. I started realizing like, I don't need to worry about what other people are thinking. I've had people like stop me from going into women's bathrooms because they thought I was a dude. No um, way. Yeah, which I don't really care. I think that I had a harder time when I looked more traditionally feminine and presented feminine to people. I had a harder time defending my sexuality to people. You know, how people talk about you know, these women will come out with like these sexual traumas. Right. And people will just be so quick to be like, she's lying. I've noticed that if I look masculine presenting, that for the most part, I get a lot more kind of space and respect of mm -hmm. like, I see your thing, it's not for me. Yeah. Let's just be cool, yeah. whatever. I identify as a genderqueer person, a non-binary person. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that to me means that I'm so aware that I have a lot of experiences have had that a feminine person mm -hmm. has had and I also have a lot of the same different different experiences and like privileges that a masculine person has. Yeah. So it's like I'm always dancing in the yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't feel that she or her or even he and him is the right pronoun for me. So I ask people mm -hmm. to refer to me as they. Because yep. that to me is two experiences. Yep, yep, There's yep. a bunch of shit in here. Yeah. <laughs> Them. Them's going through that, a, that makes a lot. a lot of sense. No, that doesn't make sense at all. Wow. Get some fucking therapy. Because refer to me as them. As they. Hey, yo, what's up, CT? How they doing? How are they doing today? Now we're talking about a third person. How are they doing today? So we're talking about a third person, but I'm trying to talk to you. Like, what the fuck? Just own. Just be yourself. Accept yourself. Yeah, we all have a lot of shit going on inside us. It doesn't mean they're separate entities. Those are parts of you. Some people, some men, are very effeminate. Whatever. 
you're still a dude. You're still gender wise. You're still a dude. However, you want to express yourself and express your sexuality. Even if you don't express your sexuality, once again, that's totally up to you. But it's not gender. It is not biological. This is psychological and sexual. Right? And hormonal, maybe, even, right? Like, what the hell do I know? 53-year-old white guy. But I know science. And this whole talk of gender is bullshit. Because, yeah, there might be a guy who has way more... <clears throat> um, whatever the hell. Uh, what the hell's the female hormone? Anyway, way more of that um, than testosterone. So that absolutely happens and then there's and then it happens where you see women that have more testosterone than estrogen that's what it is Estro than estrogen or whatever maybe not more than but there's many ratios there's as many ratios as there are people you know i've seen women with beards and i've seen men that couldn't grow a beard so you know whatever that's still a gender that genderly speaking the the woman with a beard is still a female and however she wants to identify is fine that's totally fine and should be accepted by everybody but let's not change the language right like this whole i identify as i present as well when i present as like wow we're so up in our head with this shit. And if we lived in a free society where we accepted everybody and paid everybody equal, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So that's the bottom line, is that the U.S. tries to pretend that it's the protector of democracy as we're currently bombing seven countries, I think, right at this very second. You know, we're overthrowing democracies in Bolivia and Venezuela because we want their resources. You know, so it's all a smokescreen. You know, we say we treat people equally, but, you know, black people are 15% of the population, but 80% of the jail population. So... We are so far from an equal society, Fo so far from a fair and just society. So, and I understand, I understand the quest for legitimacy, for acceptance, for just basic equality and human decency for all peoples. I'm a big proponent of that. But we don't need to change the language to do it. And as a matter of fact, when you start changing the language to do it, then you're compromising the whole movement itself. You know? Anyway, that's been a little bit of a rant. So let me know what you think. Please, uh, you know, if you dig what I'm doing, please share, share the podcast with friends. Uh, you know, every once in a while I have... Uh, uh, one of two friends on and 
you know, do some interviews, do a group conversation. But, uh, you know, most of the time it's, and another thing with Dave. Oh, and another thing. <laughs> Let's talk about blah, blah, blah. So anyway, peace out, folks. Hopefully you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down. Feel free to leave me a message on the Anchor platform. Peace out. All right, so here's Joe Rogan from Joe Rogan Experience, episode number 1,269 with Brian Collin. And he's talking about this very thing. He's talking about how people identify and the fact that there's a huge difference between what you identify as and what you actually might be, what you are bio biologically. They can, be, they can be radically different things. So let's hear this. Last time I was in Pittsburgh, well, the first time rather, I said, well, not even the first time. One of the times I was in Pittsburgh, I was there for a furry convention. Oh, I was there for the oh, UFC, yeah. and the UFC was in Pittsburgh at the same time a furry convention was on. And that's yes. when I found out about furries. I love I had them. a nice, long conversation with the dudes who worked behind the desk yeah. at the hotel. Where they were telling me the furries were asking for their food in bowls no. so they could eat off the ground. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all furries except us. What the fuck is going on? I forget who went with me. I forget who opened for me. It might have been Duncan. But it, um, the they were asking for a litter box so they could shit. <laughs> And piss in a box. I want to do that. No, you don't. No, I don't. But I would just for a laugh. How are you going to wipe? Where are you going to? How do you get that paper? fetish? Well, so and that's exactly what it is. It's a fetish, right? I don't care if you identify as a dog. You're a dude, and you're renting a hotel room, and you're going to shit in the toilet, or I'm keeping your entire deposit and I'm maxing your credit card. I used to work in hotels, and. uh Oh my God, I can tell you some stories, but there was this one fetish couple that came in and smeared shit all over the walls, like five feet high, all over the entire master suite. And um, yeah, that, that cost them a lot of money. There was another murder-suicide, there were ro uh, robberies, like, oh man, I got stories. It's like grown men who want to be uh, – they want to wear diapers and have somebody spank mm -hmm. them and change them and – Well, here's what's interesting and there's a lot of people that – And that's a whole other thing. Grown men that want to wear diapers and have people spank them and change them. I had roommates that were dominatrixes and that's 90 percent of their clients. It was hilarious. They're two chicks from, from Germany. They were my roommates in San Francisco and uh, – they were both dominatrixes and all of their business all of their clients were like really, really successful businessmen who were always the boss man during the day. So then they would pay these two beautiful women to walk on their back with high heels, to spit on them, to make them wear a, a oh, this was the gross one, to make them wear a diaper with like an overly ripe banana that had been mushed up, put in the banana, put in the diaper. So it's like a dirty diaper. Ugh! Like what? How do you get that fetish? But it wasn't even, there was nothing sexual even. They just wanted to be basically punished and belittled because they punished and belittled people all day long. And nobody ever, ever did that to them. So all of a sudden that's their fetish is like, oh, shit on me, piss on me. Tell me I'm a pig.
Wow. So, all right, back to Joe Rogan and uh, <clears throat> Brian Callen on this whole identity versus biology thing. I think that. And, and, and what we're really getting into here is transgender in sports, right? So this is when it's re a real big thing, right? Like <clears throat> there was, there was, there's been a bunch of them though, transgender, you know, f male to female that went into MMA, and now you're using your biological advantage to hurt somebody. And I think somebody got really hurt. So, you know, Joe Rogan calls it as it is. It's lying. It's cheating. That's cheating in sports. For a biological male to compete against a biological female in sports is cheating. I don't care what you call yourself. You're not a sportsman. Or you would want to compete up, you know? So anyway, let's wrap this up here. Look, I am 100% in support of people being trans. Don't get me wrong. If you want, I'm in support, I'm in support of you being whatever you want to be. I'm, I'm a, a person who believes in. Ditto. Ditto. I'm, you know, whatever floats your boat. Like, you know, I I don't discriminate against anybody. You be you, you do you, I'll do me. And as long as you're not trying to infringe upon what I'm doing or trying to change my language and my vocabulary, which is why I do, I'm doing this podcast, then I don't have a problem. I got, I got no problem with freedom straight across the board like I've been talking about. It's the vocabulary that's causing me, you know, causing my capillaries to burst <laughs> free will or, or your your ability to freely express yourself i should say but if you work for a corporation you work for a tech corporation especially a particularly progressive tech corporation you run into some real problems and i was talking to a guy who was telling me that you don't know the half of it that we're dealing with a guy who uh, he identifies as an animal and that he, he believes that he's kin, like he's a fox kin or a dog kin or something like that. Mm. And he wants a litter box in his office. Mm. This guy wants to be able to shat in his fucking office now, I, into a, a, now, a box. Of now, now I, I appreciate that. Now, I want to say this about him, and I'm not a psychiatrist, and I have no right to really diagnose, but he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he is crazy. Right? But here's – So let's just stop right there. Whatever happened to fucking crazy? Some comic I, – I forget. I'm stealing that line. But it's, whatever happened to crazy? Can't you just be fucking crazy anymore? Come on. You want a litter box in your office because you identify as – so this brings me back to what I was talking about. We're way up in our heads too much. You just call this guy crazy and you tell him hell no and you walk away. But like I identify as a coyote cub or like what? 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 Dude, I think psychology is covered under our group health plan. I suggest you check out – your options, you know, that, that, that would be my response. If somebody started asking for a litter box in their office, I wouldn't even want somebody bringing their cat into the office to use a litter box. 
Why? Because it's going to fucking stink. It's an office. Jesus Christ. See, way up, way up in our heads too much. Just call it crazy. Cut it off. It's the thing. Like, you're letting people be crazy. Correct. Look, when you're letting a six foot four man compete in women's weightlifting because he's decided that he's a woman now. And, and now he, he's winning and he's wearing makeup and he looks like a gorilla and he's on stage lifting his arms up. Yay, diversity. Yeah. Like you're, you're stealing from women. You're stealing. You're stealing yeah, victory. You're cheating. You're, cheating. Yeah. you're fucking 100% cheating. That's and anybody right. says they're not, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. I know, but you know, this is about humanness and when, when, when someone's feelings – how they identify right. in that moment, which yeah. of course are so transitory, right? I mean, right. I'm I, the, the whole my fucking not to bring it back, but the whole idea of complicated apes is. Well, that this we is are, your your new special this that's is out right now, special. and it's available it's, basically everywhere, right? Dude, Amazon, everywhere you, <laughs> you could get it on iTunes. Everywhere you rent, and, Hulu, but, but I, Hulu have it. It does. Oh my god, dude, this, that's this, crazy. No, and wherever the fuck, look under your look in your sock drawer. There's it's my special. In my sock drawer. It's in your sock that's drawer. That's amazing. But 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 I but I do think that you know. So everybody, Brian Callen, Complicated Apes, look up his special. The guy's funny. We are complicated. Like we're, we're bipolar apes, sinners and saints and everything in between. Mm -hmm. I'm not a, so so we, it, your feelings, yeah. how you feel. Sometimes I feel like an asshole and other times I feel like a saint and everything in between. You, you know, it's very difficult to, you know, say well, this is you're a noun, which means you're this yeah. as opposed to sort of a verb, which is I'm always changing. And that that to me is the problem with when you identify when you when you emotionally identify with something. Well, for now, you do for now that that's what's important to you. But I can't I can't tailor my life and my entire corporation. This is what the part of the problem is, mm. and this is what you just hit on. Yeah. Part of the problem is these people want to be special for no reason at all. Correct. And so to be special for no reason at all, one of the best ways is to do what Bruce Jenner did. You become Caitlyn Jenner, and then he's special. That guy was a fucking loser, even I, though he I was agree. a gigantic superstar in the Olympics. 40 the, years ago. But – from then on, they shat on that guy every fucking show. That's right. They shit on him. He was the buffoon of that show. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he becomes a woman. And everybody's like, you're amazing. Yeah. And woman Hero. of the year. Woman of yeah. the year. After all, being all the, a woman for six months. Yeah, all the women that do things like Christina Doudna came up with CRISPR-Cas9 and all those women. Oh, is this the guy? Okay, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is a dude who's a comic. Is he a comic he's or a, a rapper? He's a rapper. He's a Britain, rapper. Yeah. And he's fucking jacked. So he decided to identify as a woman. Watch me destroy so the he destroys the British women's deadlift record without even trying. Wow. P.S. I identified as a woman whilst lifting weights. Don't be a bigot. <laughs> I love this motherfucker. <laughs> and he's so jacked. Imagine that. So Jesus. biological men don't have any physical strength advantage over women in 2019. Okay. Anybody who says that is a fool. That's, That's hilarious. foolish. There's Look a reason why. Did. Yeah. Good for him. What's his name? Zuby, Zuby, music. Zuby is his stage name. Shout out to Zuby, Oxford graduate. Doesn't that mean you're a Rhodes Scholar? Zuby, congratulations to you, sir. I'm following you right now. I'm gonna go right to my goddamn Twitter. Free thinker, free thinker. God bless you. Look, it's like this is silliness, folks. These and here's the problem with a lot of these progressives is that they're really nice people. That's what it is, Zuby. Joe Rogan literally went right to that guy's Twitter feed and followed him. <laughs> oh, my God. Made the guy a rock star.
follows me, and now I follow him. Shout out to Zuby. They're nice people as long as you agree with them. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. The and if you is- don't, they try to deplatform you. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Let's just call. Call. Can, can't we just. Can't we just use the existing language? It's been around for thousands of years. It's 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 worked all right for us. Um, all these people that were talking, they were talking about personal identities. So that's fine. It's got nothing to do with gender. Nothing. Nothing to do with a guy, a biological guy, playing sports as a woman and hurting people. Hurting people. So, you know, and then there's the whole thing about parents supporting children to transition. Like, really? Like, I was taking this psychology class, and there was a case study. It was a five-year-old kid. And the five-year-old kid had a micropenis, and the doctor was straight up telling the parents, just lop it off. We're going to make them into a girl. You got to do it right away. Because the longer they have the penis, the harder it's going to, the transition is going to be. Right? And how does this fucking doctor know how this transition is going to be? How many cases, how many operations have they done? And how many times have they really kept a case study going to see how that person's faring? Five years, 10 years, 20 years later. Not just physically did the wounds heal, but how are they psychologically? Do they regret the surgery? Right? So in this case, the doctor was trying to convince this couple to to basically convert their son to a daughter. You know, to, to convert the micropenis... To a vagina because, oh, well, he'll never be able to satisfy anybody with that, right? Like, whoa, what a, like, what an egotistical God complex doctor. Like, what a piece of shit, basically, right? To be putting that on the parents, like, whoa, that's the way this person was born. How about we just raise them, keep them healthy and see if they grow up happy and strong? How about that? Oh, my God. So thank God that the the family got a second opinion. And that doctor said exactly that. How about we just let them grow up and see if they're happy. They grow up happy, healthy and strong. And and maybe we don't have to mutilate them. And use those words. And then it opened the the eyes of of the of the parents that that. They had been, you know, slightly brainwashed by this other doctor because that's exactly what it is. It's mutilation, right? And, and like, it's one thing if you're a 30-year-old person that's just suffering and you think that's going to make you happy. But speaking from personal experience, at 25 years old, I didn't know who the hell I was. From 14 to 20, I was a different person. From 20 to 25, I was a different person. And from 25 to 30, I was a different person. So 
to think that you got it all figured out and you're going to get out a scalpel and that's going to make everything else right. No, man. Just accept yourself as you are. And if you're really unhappy, just, you know, what's the Buddhist quote? The root of unhappiness is wanting things to be different than they are. So there it is. Stop wanting things to be different than they are. You know, and counseling is a hell of a lot cheaper than a sex change. You know, and there and there have been many, many, many cases recently where people got a sex change and then either weren't happy about it or I just read a case recently where they got this a reversal to go back. Like, oh my God, you just mutilated yourself twice. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. You know, and I'm just going to say, I bet this isn't as much of an issue in countries where they have free health care, where they can get counseling, where there's mental health care. And I also think our lack of mental health care here and just prescribing pills is leading to the epidemic of people shooting, shooting up the whole place. People go off of their psycho anti-psychotic drugs and they lose their mind. They either kill themselves or they go on a shooting spree. Those are the side effects of a lot of these drugs, for, you know, suicide and, and violence. So, oh my God, what a shitstorm we're in right now. But hey, 2021, 21, 2021 has just begun, so beautiful things could be on the horizon. <laughs>